0: A day when you get to choose. Are you going to live for and act for people, yourself, others, or for God? And my friends, this is so challenging, especially in a world where social media is so prevalent. It's part of our everyday lives when people around us are constantly striving to be seen well, to be approved of by other people, it's hard for us to make the shift from living for people to living for God. And even when we know that Jesus is our Savior and we have faith in him, my friends, this can still be a problem. It can still be a challenge and a daily journey that we are walking through and growing through with the Lord. And this is something that Paul is actually going to address today in Galatians. And we're going to dive even deeper into the truth that we are saved by faith and never by works. So let's dive in today. We are in Galatians chapter 2 verse 11 and I'm reading from the ESV. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. So Paul just finished wrapping up saying how the big three church leaders, Peter, James, and John, added no extra rules to him. In fact, they accepted him in and his unique ministry to the Gentiles. And yet here he says that when Cephas, Peter, when he came to Antioch, Paul called him out. He opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. And I just want to point out before we go any further, this is the biblical model to handle conflict. Not to stuff it down if it's a problem, not to keep your mouth shut, although there is a time to bear with in love, but to lovingly call someone out, reproach them, bring it to their attention, not behind their back, not talking about it with other people, but talking about it with them. And that's exactly what Paul does, which If you're talking to one of those big three church leaders, I can imagine that would be very intimidating. At least it would be for me, (laughs) someone that well-known, well-respected, and you are calling them out. That is boldness and bravery. Because he stood condemned, for before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision party. So basically, Peter here, he's eating with the Gentiles. He's welcoming them. He is having this community, this relationship with them until some Jews come to town. Some men from James who was in Jerusalem came. And then, rather than eating with his friends, these people he was building relationship with, he pulled back. Because he was afraid of what they would think. He was afraid of the circumcision party. And how junky would that feel? If you had a friend who was your friend only when other people weren't around. That he viewed you so lowly that he would only spend time with you in private. That would feel really awful. It says, and the rest of the Jews acted hypocritically along with him. So that even Barnabas, who was Paul's companion, was led astray by their hypocrisy. And that's true, right? He is being a hypocrite. He's saying, yes, you're my friends, but you're not my friends when these other people come around. Hypocrisy, double talk, saying one thing and doing another. But when I saw that their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas, to Peter, before them all, if you, though a Jew, Live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How can you force the Gentiles to live like Jews? He was being hypocritical. He was being unloving. He was not living out the gospel truth to share the gospel with the entire world. And so Paul calls him out in front of everyone because he saw it was not in step with the truth of the gospel. And I love this. This is so important because Paul wasn't just like, yeah, you're doing something that I don't agree with. Yeah, you're doing something that I don't think is the best. You're doing something that's out of step with me and my ideas. No, it was out of step with the gospel. And that is the key. And that's why he calls him out. And he basically says, if you're living like a Gentile, why are you trying to hold the Gentiles accountable to live like Jews, that you're putting this burden on them to do all of these external actions in order to be saved when you aren't even doing it yourself. Paul continues on, we ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners, yet we know That a person is not justified, that is, made clean, made righteous. A person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified not a single person. Jew, non-Jew, someone you would think of as a good person as opposed to someone you might think of as a bad person. No one can be saved by the law. No one can be good enough on their own. We all slip up. We all mess up. We are all born sinners. And yet it is through faith in Christ. And Paul is reminding them of this crucial, critical truth. And as he's writing to the Galatians, he also shows them, y'all, even Peter, one of the big three, one of the people everyone greatly respects, even he messed up. Even he can't be saved by works, but through faith in Jesus Christ. We also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified, to be cleaned, to be saved once for all by faith in Christ. Justification, once you have faith in Christ, you are covered, you are clean, it is done. Nothing else has to be added to Christ's work. You don't have to please God every day to be saved or loved more. It is done Once for all through faith in Christ. So my friends, I'd invite you to ask yourself, who are you living for today? Are you living to please yourself? To be good enough for yourself? Are you living to please others? To be good enough in their sight? That when they think you're valuable, then you'll feel valuable. That when they think you're worthy, you'll be worthy. That when they think you're beautiful, you'll be beautiful. Or are you living for God? Who through faith in Christ justifies once for all. He cleanses, he redeems, he saves, and he sees your worth and your value regardless of your actions. In Christ You are valuable and beautiful and worthy right here, right now, regardless of how your day went. When you have faith in him, you are clean. You are good. Are you living for others, for yourself, for people? Or are you living for God? Pray about that. If you find any areas where you're not living for God, ask the Lord to heal that area, to work on that area. And get ready to grow, my friends. Get ready to live fully for the Lord, not based on your own ideas, on the ideas of others, but always on His ideas, His salvation, His strength, His call. And I will see you tomorrow morning.